So, how many dicks have you sucked in the last two weeks? (laughs) 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 Bitch. Um, All I'm going to say is that Mercury was in retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) No, Susan, you're just a slut. (laughs) Due to that, my behaviour was wild and I can't be held responsible for any of the behaviour that I did in the last 10 days. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. But you yeah. uh, didn't you have like a little, didn't you have a date lined up? I did. <laughs> did you go I on did. it? Um, yeah, I did go on it. I did go on it. And um, it was, it was interesting and it was nice and it was um, nice to meet somebody new. But I feel like it just highlighted maybe that um, you were missing someone else. I'm missing somebody else. <laughs> yes, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, and to be honest, like it, you, it needed to be done. But um, yeah, I definitely highlighted that. Yeah, I'm I'm missing somebody else. So I don't know if I'll be going on any more dates per se. Well, do you know what? Sometimes you need to like get through 10 dicks in a day just to realise. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you might need to get through 20, girl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, to be honest, that just sounds like having your cake and eat it, eating it too. Because you're like, yeah, I'm just going to be a hoe. Oh, by the way, I miss you. Can we? Uh... <laughs> I'm well, just they say the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. But um, You're not over them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, yeah, that... I feel like it just it just triggered the fuck out of me because I was it was just I was just very um aware that this person wasn't the other person yeah and I really, and I really liked the other person yeah so not you're not going to see this guy again not in a romantic capacity oh my god I wonder if he's listening. No shade to you, though, if you are listening. (laughs) (laughs) No shade to you. Just, um, like, the heart wants what the heart wants. And, yeah. Yeah, and do you know what, honestly, it's not rude to say that you don't want to see someone romantically. Like, it's not personal if there's not, like, that connection there, or especially if you have feelings for someone else. So I wouldn't sweat about that. Like, at least you're being honest. Mm -hmm. Um, So not a romantic sense, but you'd see him, what, as a friend or as a (laughs) fuck? <laughs> um, we we had a like he was jokes. We had bands like do you get what I mean. So it's like I wouldn't. There, there's nothing wrong with this guy. There's nothing like do you know what I mean? Like I just personally like I don't see the point in in pursuing it in like a romantic like dating in lockdown ain't easy, bitch. Like oh my god, I mean? you're so, telling me. So to be dating to literally be like dating somebody in lockdown if your heart is with somebody else then um what's the point like do you get what I mean like whereas like a random hookup is a random hookup but like this person is no longer now a random hookup so I don't want to lead them down the wrong path of like oh let's just have sex but then that's how you start falling into the dick sand that's how you start catching feelings and all I want to be doing is catching a flight to Ibiza so like <laughs> do you get what I mean like the wrong energy if I pursue it in, a more, in anything more than just a 
just like, oh, like, let's just be mates type of situation. Well, what's funny, though, is isn't that how it started with the person that you're still hung up on? And I was like, you were going to fall into the dick sand. And you were like, no, no. Yeah, Do you know what? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't intend in falling into the dick sand with that person. Let's call him, let's call this person Mr. LucasAid, yeah, because he loves LucasAid Orange. Okay. So, Mr. LucasAid, um, I didn't intend on falling for him, but I did, and um, and now she wants to drink some of that LucasAid, bitch. Oh god! But it's all my fault why I'm no longer able to drink the LucasAid. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but um, but it's fine. Like you live and you learn. Like I'm 32 years old, and I've finally you learn a life lesson. <laughs> so yeah. like um yeah it, yeah like it is what it is do you know what it's actually almost like i think especially when you get to our age as well it actually feels good to learn lessons because you're like oh my god shit like i'm make, i'm gonna make progress now emotionally <laughs> um listen can i just say yeah i do not cry over boys like but Mr. LucasAid has got me so in my feelings. I just don't no, that's that. Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> Is that Mercury? <laughs> that's you know Mercury I mean? in retrograde. Like, Mr. Yeah. LucasAid totally got me in all my feelings and emotions. But like, it's such a new, it's such a new place for me to be feeling like so triggered at just the mention of their name. So it's nice to know that like I'm not actually dead inside, and that like. Yeah. All it took was the right, the right flavour of LucasAid to get, <laughs> to, get, to get me in my feelings. Good. Well, do you know what? Like I say, it's growth. It is growth. And you can not really do anything apart from praise growth because, yeah. Um, no, do- and that's, like, I really do appreciate, like, where I feel like I am. I feel like yes. um, I will it's made me really have to take a step back and realise about, like, just um, trauma patterns and repetitive behaviours that I feel like gay boys definitely fall into and um, learning to communicate properly and honestly and saying exactly how you feel about certain things because sometimes, and a lot of the time, if you just communicate it, you'll realise that the person's more than likely to be okay with certain things anyway i digress (laughs) well i just i don't listen i totally get what you're saying on the communication front and i've always said this i've always said from like back in the day that miscommunication is like relationship cancer because have you seen normal people the way they just like miscommunicate and then completely like miss the boat i'm like screaming at the television like he obviously wants to actually maybe that's a a spoiler you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, why are they not getting this? I know, but it's, do you know what? It happens so frequently in real life as well. And it all comes down to fear. It's just the fear that the other person's not going to reciprocate what we're feeling or the fear that, like, you know, we're going to get rejected. And it, it all comes down to that. And ultimately, it's just so much better to just be honest and just say what you actually mean. Yeah. Because when you get mixed messages, that's when things fall apart. Oh, mixed messages. Sometimes you tell, you say something, you tell silly lies as well. That in the moment, and um, 
it's because you've just been put on the spot by something and you're like, oh shit. And then you say right. something and you're like, oh, why did I say that? And then, right. and then next minute you're caught up in a situation where you're like, oh, like you've continued something that you shouldn't have continued. Not continued, like you've continued like a, a trade, like a, you've, you've continued a lie that you shouldn't have lied about. And it's a minor lie, but then it ends up being a bigger lie because you should have just nipped it in the bud from the beginning. But it literally is just the, um, it's the fear of that person. How they're going to view you. How they're going to view you. And sometimes the fear is bigger than the reality of how they're going to actually view you. Oh my God, totally. And I know this isn't um, like really that serious or anything like that, but just little Mm -hmm. things. Um, I remember uh, like somebody who I had like quite a bad like miscommunication thing with and it just like halted everything. Um, I remember being on the first date and I had said to him like, oh, what what happened to that scar on the back of your head? Did he not tell me he had some like life changing like brain surgery or something? (laughs) And then I get home and Google... (laughs) What the actual fuck? And then I get home and Google scar on the back of her head. And I'm like, oh my God, he's just had a hair transplant. I'm like, why not just say I had a fucking hair transplant? Like, I don't care. Oh my God, that's... What a weirdo. So, <laughs> it tells you that he had a brain transplant. No. And he had a hair transplant. <laughs> 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 ah, no. Come again. I think it was just brain surgery. Well, brain surgery, brain transplant, <laughs> bitch. You've got male pattern baldness and you've had some fucking beauty surgery. Like, what an extreme lie. Okay, so maybe the maybe what I did was wasn't as extreme as that, but still. Oh wow. <laughs> but you know, I think it's good that you've mentioned about um growing and stuff because I have been feeling that so much lately. And um, you, do you remember the last time when we spoke and I had just melted in front of... Yes. So I had a, almost like a similar situation this weekend at the Not A Phase protest, which is the okay. trans yeah, equality one that Danny's mm-hmm. been doing. Uh, plug. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little button that does that for us. Plug, <laughs> like a little plug jingle. <laughs> yeah. And... It was so weird, right? And talking of like Mercury and retrograde and things, I'd basically had bumped into this person at a protest before. It was okay. the it was the Orlando vigil for the Orlando massacre. I mean, we went to the vigil in Soho. Mm-hmm. I bumped into him. So then when I'm like getting ready for the protest this weekend, I'm like, oh, are there going to be any boys there? And then I'm thinking, no, it's a protest. And then I had a flashback to the Orlando thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I did meet that guy there. Wouldn't it be funny if he was there again and he was the first person I saw? Also, you manifested that shit. But I manifested that in the space of, like, two hours. Like, who's got that kind of power? The power is strong (laughs) in that pussy. (laughs) But the funny thing was, I am actually, like, over this person. Okay. This this is... um, we're saying whole names. No, I'm going to bleep this out, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah, anyway, long story short, without me going into like the ins and outs of it, but basically there was a situation where after we'd been talking for like a number of months, 
where uh, we finally met up and basically he just didn't treat me with a lot of respect. So in the times that I've seen him since then, I've always been like a bit stush towards but him. How many years ago was this? Because this person was in a really kind of like dark spot for a while. Yeah, so basically after this has happened, uh, we ended up speaking again and I brought up how he was just so disrespectful and then he outlined that, you know, he was in a dark place and all of that stuff. So to so this time when I was going to the protest, I thought he's apologised for that incident. That incident no longer has any effect on my self-esteem at all. So I just need to like forgive that, let that go and just, yeah, like... There, there, there's nothing to hold on to there, you know? Right. Do you know what? This is so weird because this is basically what happened with me and Mr. Aid, And I reached out to Mr. Aid to be like, listen, like, my shit was not in order. And maybe I just didn't express that enough to you. And I'm sorry for if you felt disrespected by, like, my behaviour. Yeah. But the what? But the one thing I was hoping that would come out of that would have been like a sense of um, of forgiveness, like because I feel like it's really important that when people acknowledge that they've wronged somebody, that they take the correct steps to amend to that, re- yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to rectify that. And when somebody puts, when somebody puts their hands up and um admits their wrongs and their wrongs and their wrongs are in and that comes from a place and you and that comes from a genuine place i i believe not because it's me that said it but i believe that people do believe do deserve second chances or the or for the person to to bestow forgiveness on them but maybe that's just because that's how i am with people like if you come to me and you've wronged me and um but i can feel that you are you're coming from a genuine place, then like. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think it takes a lot, a lot to stand up and admit that you were wrong. Yeah, and that's what it is. Some people can wrong somebody and will take it to their grave without ever admitting or or putting their hands up to what they've done wrong, or or at least trying to rectify the situation. I feel like the act of the person coming and trying to show that, like, listen, like, do you know what? Yeah, I appreciate that. I've I've hurt you or I've done something wrong and that's hurt your feelings. But forgiveness should always be, um, should always be, your, your heart should always, yeah, should always be an option because I definitely believe that um, if somebody's coming to you for, for, um, for forgiveness, at some point along, whether it's in the past or the present or in the future, you're going to need forgiven for something. Maybe not necessarily even from that person, but like, you know, things have a way of, what goes around comes around or like, do you get what I mean? So it's like, I always feel like my heart is always open to forgive people because I never know when I might need to be forgiven for something. And maybe that's a kind of like kumbaya, arty farty way of looking at things, but it's just the way that I try to lead, um, well, I think my life. I think at least you've kind of recognised that you've done something wrong. Do you know what I mean? If somebody comes oh, to you for forgiveness, then it's like they, there has been a point where they've actually looked back at their actions and said, "Oh, that wasn't right." Did that, that wasn't the case with um, me and Protest Bay. Okay, <laughs> I can't protest call him Bay. Protest Bay. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> but with me and this guy, it was more me pulling him up 
because he, he come into my inbox asking about something else. And I was like, how dare you come in my inbox asking me questions about some next boy that you're dating who I know, when you haven't even had the like upfrontness to apologize for what you've done to me. So anyway, well, okay. we did, we hashed all of that out. And, um, and so then when I saw him there, it was like completely the opposite of when I saw the Okay. And I was like, I was just calm. I was collected. I was nice to him, but I wasn't like overly nice. You know, I was just keeping it mutual. Um, like I was like, are you okay? And things. And it was just nice because it was kind of like a full circle moment. Full circle moments are, they're so refreshing when you, and when you know, when you can identify it as a full circle moment because you're like, shit, like, we really have been round the town and round the houses, but it's so nice now that we can be stood here yes, and be yeah. able to communicate. And I respect you, you respect me. And like, I think that's really important and it shows a level of maturity. It shows yes. that most probably the connection that you had in the first place was a genuine connection and was worth maybe going on this little journey. Because now... Well, no, me and him will not be having no relationship, that's for sure, but... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it was just good that I was able to do it, like, with confidence. And I had to step back and be like, do you know what? Like, I really forgot who the fuck I was for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, this has been a while, and... It's, I don't know whether it's been like the moons have been moving or what they've been oh, doing. Girl, they, ha- they have been. <laughs> they've been fucking truffle shuffling up I've there. I've got a that because I'll come back to you and give you your full little rundown on what the moon's been doing recently. <laughs> <laughs> we could do our horoscopes at the end. Yeah, our horoscopes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just feel like it's been good because like my confidence has been like really high and stuff. And yeah, I just think sometimes you get caught in this negative thought pattern or these like negative cycles. And when you like break free of that again, it's like, oh my God, yes, here I am. Where have I been for like the last couple of years? Um, Good. That's a really good place to be. Yes. Yes. And it's, do you know what? And it's automatically showing just with like everything. Like I'm already noticing more guys paying attention. I'm getting like more messages. Um, the way I'm flirting with men, I don't feel like as if I'm stuck as a, as, a, as much as I used to be. Mm-hmm. It's just coming a bit more natural, um, which is making me laugh when you were like, no, no, I refuse to believe that she runs a sex blog and needs help with her grinder profile. Yes, my God, <laughs> that was a really bleak moment. I was like, this bitch is literally out here, <laughs> reading people left, right and centre, and this grinder profile makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I was like, what, is this your LinkedIn or something? <laughs> That's what it was. That's the vibe I was getting from it. <laughs> but you know, we've we've rectified that. We've sorted that out. We've given you. We've I've sent you down the right line of pottery that I feel like you need for your grinder profile. Yes. Well, I did. Um, I changed all of my pictures on Hinge as well. I started speaking to this guy on there the other day, and I thought, oh, okay, he lives in South London. He's like a little bit older, so probably a bit more mature, whatever. And we started flirting on Hinge and then he was like, oh, can I have your WhatsApp number? And I was thinking, oh, I've got a Hinge bay already. Like this is happening so quickly. And (laughs) then we get to WhatsApp and he goes, oh, uh, do you have any more photos with like the eyes emoji and like the devil emoji or something? And I thought, oh, okay, like you're literally trying to grind on me through Hinge. 
I was going to say through Hinder, but... <laughs> Hinder. But that's what you try to turn it into. Clearly. And at first I was just like, when I look back at how I would have uh, reacted to that, I probably would have been like, okay, send the nudes because I wouldn't want him to like lose interest. And I was just a bit like, I've, I've only just started speaking to you. Like, what have you done to deserve the nudes? You haven't done jack shit yet. Like... <laughs> So, and I know that's like not always the case if you if you actually want to hook up with people, but from from like people that I meet through Hinge, I generally classify as more dating because that is what I'm looking for on that app. Okay, and it's about blurring lines, and this is what I really want to get into this with you actually on etiquette of what DMs you can slip in to for what purposes well the thing is as well i think you have to like know what you want so for me i would be so confused about what i wanted because i wanted something serious but at the same time i didn't want to miss any like hot dick that like passed my way (laughs) whereas now i think I've, i've i've got that surety to be like no i want something serious but then I'm able to decipher quite quickly which men are the men who I'm just going to like have some fun with and that's it. Obviously, if it evolves into something more, I'm still like open-minded to that. But so, for example, if you've got stunning, really hot guy and he's like, hey, send nudes, I'm sending the nudes and I'm going over. This guy, I was like, okay, he seems like a nice guy, not wildly attractive, but has like maybe a little bit more substance to him. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but it's almost like I would date somebody lesser attractive if they brought more to the table. But if if, if okay, it was somebody yeah. like less attractive that just wanted to hook up and brought nothing to the table, then I'm like, well, why do you deserve it? <laughs> it all makes sense. Can um, somebody offer you? <laughs> I feel like I went on a little rant there. <laughs> no, but I was there for it because I was really picturing everything that you were what you were saying. Yeah. So does this etiquette still apply to like? instagram dms or twitter dms or facebook like can somebody slip into your dms in instagram and send you nudes yeah if they want to but is that okay i mean that's okay obviously it's different for each person but that's okay for me because i will then straight away uh push that person towards the fun pile because i'm like that's not how somebody who wants something serious behaves so i'm like okay i'll put you in the fun pile and i'll see who else is in the fun pile and I'll see if I'm going to prioritise you. Then it's, if somebody comes in and they actually want to have a bit of a conversation, then it's like, okay, is there some sort of attraction? And how deep is the connection? And then they go over to the, okay, maybe we could date and then have some fun pile, you know? Every time you say, let's have some fun, I keep thinking of that Lady Gaga track. <laughs> have some fun, this beat is sick. I want oh. to ride on your disco stick. I thought you were talking about, um, I'm not having fun tonight. Oh, I don't know that one. Is that a new one? Yes, of Chromatica. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I love a quick thing. What do you think about people who you know, yeah, and they've got you on Facebook, they've got you on Instagram, they've got you on Twitter, but then they want to be slipping into your grinder DMs, but they don't say nothing to you on Instagram, like, in, yeah, on Instagram or the other platforms isn't that a bit weird um i mean it is weird but again it's obvious or i think just it just probably means that they like you but they're a bit too daunted by um less forward social platforms to make a move on them so it's madness like if you can be like hey baby how you doing 
want this dick on Grindr, <laughs> but you've never said that to me on Instagram. Like, all you're doing is lolling at my fucking videos. I'm just like, I don't know, like, it throws me off. And then, like, so I just literally air. If I know you, yeah, and you message me on Grindr, but you've never given me this energy on Instagram or Facebook, you're going to get aired on Grindr. So I don't know. believe you. I think that depends on the person. I think if it was somebody, like, you really fit, you'd just be like, nah, fuck it. Like, can't believe he hasn't messaged me on Instagram. Whatever, I'll be right back. I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Insert long pause. Because <laughs> I was thinking, maybe I might... Because... Um, I flamed people. I flamed people on Grinder that I know. That, but I'm like, yeah, like you're looking good. Flame. No, you but can't that's do what that. But I'm not saying. Hi- I'm not really going to say hi because I can say hi to you on Instagram if I want to. Why do? I, why can I? Why do? What's the difference? I wouldn't even fire somebody I didn't find attractive. I just think that's a misleading. Oh no 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 no! I wouldn't. I'm only. F- flaming you if I think you're attractive I'm not going to be flaming you, oh, okay. don't you I thought you were just like yes like, no no no, no. that's okay. mixed messages the majority of the time if I see you on apart from my friends like you Nick like I star my friends so that I know exactly where you are on Grinder. you're but so if I, funny <laughs> but if I like I will always know where Nick is like you get what I mean <laughs> So I'd be like, don't be lying to me, bitch, because I've seen you 172 kilometres away. What are you doing? Do you know what we uh, should do? We should just get that um, app where it's like, uh, find your friends and it just tells you where everyone is. Because imagine how much more we'd meet up if we were like, oh my God, bitch, you're two miles away. Like, come over. Two miles away. Let's come. Yeah, let's do something. No, but if I know you and I see you all up in, I see you on like, in my grinder proximity, I'll most probably block your account because I really don't feel like you really need to be knowing my my sexual business like that. You don't need to be knowing whether I'm top verse verse bottom, what tribe I'm part of, the last time I got tested, whether I want to be um what's it? Bakaki or Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why I don't put anything on my profile. My profile is yeah, literally honest, like my, my height. My profile is pretty like nondescript. Like you're not really gonna get anything out of me. Like if you really want to know, you're gonna have to ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> those those BB bottom raw people with their title and then they've got a picture of them big old smiling. I'm like, you've got some nerve. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean, like, don't be posted up a picture of you looking all innocent, and then you've got your the, your actual title of your name is BB Raw now. BB Raw now, pig emoji, square emoji. What was it you yeah, said before? I'm like, you horny, no. high bottom prostitutes. <laughs> oh my god, do you remember a high bottomed prostitute? Oh my god, that episode will go down. That episode will go down in history. <laughs> oh my god, if you haven't um, listened to that episode, guys, it's episode ten. It's the Clap- it is episode ten, isn't it? That's what I thought. Yeah, the Clapham Gays with the Clapham Gays. Sean Lineker. It's oh, we had so much fun on that podcast. That was the first one we did, just us, wasn't it? I think so. Maybe I don't. Yeah, because we did quite a few, obviously, as a group. And then you had some, you had guest takeovers. I did, then, yeah. And then we started one on one Oh, well, yeah, that was such a funny episode. But yeah, so listen, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> anyway, so how do you think uh, 
obviously you've um, tapped in or you uh, read my profile a little bit a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the key to a successful grinder profile? An upskirt shot. An upskirt shot. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I was just feeling my body the other day and I was just taking all these little cute pictures from that angle. And then I was just like, why not? Because last year when I first became um, a single Pringle, I went to Barcelona and Harry took a load of like underwear shots of me like on this chair where I was like really feeling my oats. And they went down a tree and I just threw them out there. I was like, I'm going to throw these body positive pictures out there. And the grinder was blowing up. Obviously, obviously I started dating um, Mr. Lucasade. So it wasn't... Um, the pictures became like there were no there was no use to them. However, um, I definitely feel like a little cheeky underwear, but show your whole body, show face. Don't just have these like topless, these headless torsos because at the end of the day, I'm still gonna want to know what your face looks like. And this of whole course, of course, this whole discreet bullshit business. Like if you feel like you're gonna get in my yard and in my bed, and I ain't seen your face. Before you park up outside my front door, you got another thing. Um, well, that yeah, would just that would just like happen. never happen anyway. Like you would have to yeah, see but the face. Yeah, a lot of people seem to think like they're like, "Bruv, I told you, I'm discreet in it," and I'm like, "I don't care how." Well, I need to see your fucking face are. at some point. Send like, that. Do you get what I mean? How discreet is gonna be when your dick's in my mouth? So show me, <laughs> the, show me the face that I need to see before I see the head. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, I think a good one as well is just uh, if you change your picture regularly. Every time change I change regularly, yeah. every time I change my picture, my views like skyrocket. Your views skyrocket. I think give them, give them all angles. So like, give, give them that, like you know, like a um a candid shot. Give them like a fashion shot. Show them what you look like when you're out in the streets. Like what your style is because a, your style will say a lot for you. And um, obviously it like. It depends on what type of grinder profile that you're going to be really going for. Because, like, if you're just there for sex and fun, then, yeah, being half-naked in the majority of your pictures most probably would help. If you're looking for a bit more than just sex and you want a bit of, like, chat, maybe you want to do, like, you know, like, a day date, like what Nick does. You know, she likes to take them out to the park and skateboarding. Go for a walk and a ride, and it? A walk and a ride. Then, you know, show them in your natural habitat. Show them in a cute little get-up, like, do you get what I mean? Because you've got gays out there on Grindr who do use Grindr for chatting and networking. So, like, I feel like you'll find on my profile, I'm giving you... I'm giving you topless. I'm giving you upskirt, but I'm also giving you a cute <laughs> little out. I'm giving you a cute little fashion look. I'm giving you a headshot. And, like, therefore, like, I'm giving you all flavours. But I also think it works in the other way as the other way round as well. So, for example, just putting one pitch up there gets them to get to want to see more. No, I, I think those... Un, unless that picture is fire, one basic photo, I'm going to... Yeah, I am going to most really want more. But you've got the option of having five or six photos. Why not use them? It's just a bit like, almost a bit like, oh, I'm too prepared to be here. You know, like the guy who like wears flip-flops to the sauna. That's the type of shit I want to know. What? <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? That's the type of, and that's why I feel like you should always have a long length fashion shot. Like, do you have flip-flops on? 
Because if you're wearing <laughs> flip-flops, we can't fuck. Yeah, but... We can't be friends. Yeah, but I'm not convinced that you haven't fucked someone without seeing their feet before. You're not convinced that I've fucked somebody without seeing their feet before. No, you're right. Of course I have. Of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yet again, I'll, you can tell... You can tell somebody by like you can tell steez you can so, you can tell style by a good full length shot and you know sometimes like i'm going on like i use grinder like 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 that's where i'm looking for people because i don't like i always say on this show i much prefer to meet people in the flesh you're never ever gonna get a better idea or a better sense of attraction than when you meet somebody on a dance floor or out, or even if you're walking down the street and you're eye fucking. But like, it's that type of idea. Like, there's a whole lot of catfishes on Grinder, and Grinder only works for a day, and when you're in a new area, once you're settled in an area for. Like, do you get what I mean? So, like, I've seen everybody in my local area. I know who you all are. I've yeah. scrolled past all the ones that I wanted to scroll past. I've blocked the weirdos. And I've said, hi, how are you, to the ones that I do. And either it's gone, gone somewhere or it's not. But after that day, then how many times are you going to keep having the same conversation with the same groups of people? So, like, Grindr only works in proximity. And when you're, and it's best when you turn it on as you're... When, you, when you're looking for now, basically. Yeah, like, do you get, like, do you get what I mean? Otherwise, like, I feel like now slipping into Instagram DMs is most probably the way forward. Yeah. In in these current, in these current... um Times. In these current corona times where you can't be in the club. Well, we've got a little brunch booked on Saturday, so maybe it's time to we meet have. some men in real life also, afterwards. Finding a man at the protest, honey... The purchase is the new festival. So, <laughs> like, I mean, people are serving looks and, like, everyone's there. So, watch you're there with your placard, throw the odd, you know, over-the-shoulder look. Bottoms with placards. Bottoms with placards. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode is wild. I'm mostly going to regret everything I've said once I put the phone down. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> But we move. <laughs> okay, so let's. We do have a, a problem from one of our members, actually. I love a problem from the members. Yeah, so do I. Do you know what I um on the on the membership thing? I send out like these welcome videos and things, and the guy had just said, "Oh, like thank you so much for sending the video. It like really perked me up. Um, I've been having some problem with the boyfriend." So I said, "Oh, honey, I'm here. Tell me everything." Um, and I said, "And we'll try help you." Um, so his problem goes, the boyfriend had a tough relationship past, the ex cheated on him numerous times, and so he now believes nothing lasts forever, and I should always try, and I should always go out and enjoy myself by having sex with others if that's what I wanted. Then he said, we've been abroad, and he encouraged me to go to a sauna and enjoy myself while he caught up with his family. Huh? Yeah, he wasn't, he's not out, the boyfriend isn't out. So... He went to meet his family and encouraged the guy to go to a sauna anyway. What? So he didn't say go and enjoy the local sites. He went and told you to go and enjoy the local sauna. Right, we're going to get on to this. I'm already triggered, but... (laughs) (laughs) And he said, but when I did that, I just couldn't stay hard when trying to have sex. But I came with a semi anyway. (laughs) Anyway, when we got back, we had sex, like he had sex with his boyfriend. He's like, and it was sensual and hot. 
But since then, he hasn't wanted that much intimacy with me. He does say things are fine and that he still loves me, but sometimes I feel like it's falling apart. I just think because the boyfriend's had... Uh, oh, no. oh, so is it, is it ended? That's the end, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's the end. Falling apart was the end. Um, okay, <laughs> so I just think because the ex has cheated before in the past, I don't know, it almost seems like it could have been, not like a test, but you know, and he's like, yeah, go to the sauna if that's what you want. And you kind of want the other person to turn around and go like, no, that's not what I want. No, fuck the mind games. That's bullshit. Yeah. Don't be telling somebody to go do something because you want to see how they're going to answer that. Like, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, for starters, the person who's written in, yeah, the boyfriend clearly has got some type of PTSD is still living some type of trauma from the previous relationship. Do you know what the real tea is and the honest truth is? You shouldn't be in a relationship with this person yet because the person clearly still needs to heal. heal. And, yeah. and the fact that they've got into a relationship and they're still like, oh, nothing lasts forever. And they're basically like waiting for the relationship to fall apart means that they haven't really fully invested in whatever it is that you're offering them. But then to take you on a family holiday to... Was it a family holiday? No, I think... I'm guessing they were just, like, had maybe gone to the same country where his parents live or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, now this second part, yeah. So on top of all this lived trauma and unhealing that he's going through, he's obviously dealing with the fact that he's still in the closet to his family. So that's a next level of trauma and like issue that we're dealing with here so he's in the closet and then whilst he's there in visiting his family he's telling you to go to the sauna the sauna he didn't tell you to go to a museum and enrich your life he didn't tell you to go (laughs) and look at the local sites he didn't tell you to go and sit in a park and just he told you to go and have sex with somebody else right this person's got issues. I don't feel like they know whether they're coming or going. I don't feel like this is healthy. I'm not saying that open relationships are wrong, because if that's what you want to do, but if it's not a conversation that you've had and it's not something that you've actually agreed on and it's not something that you actually want, then somebody telling you to go to a sauna, for me, this is is this all kinds of is all kinds of wrong i just think as well the person like you you're talking about open relationships it feels like the guy who had the ex that cheated doesn't really want that but he's assuming that's what the other person wants so yeah i think it's almost up to the person who wrote in to kind of decide what they want whether they want an open relationship Relationship whether they want monogamy and like you know if that if they do want monogamy with this person who's been cheated on then this should all be redundant then they this this is what i was about to get to because i was gonna say that this is honest truth like no tea, no shade, yeah. Okay. Um, if you can't be like, be like, oh, he told me to go to the sauna. Like you went to the sauna, babes, because you wanted to go to the sauna. Like at the end of the day, like if you really didn't want to go, you wouldn't have gone to the sauna. Well, yeah. And you can't be like, oh, I, 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 I couldn't get hard, but I still managed to come on a semi. Like. <laughs> You were trying. <laughs> you were trying. You were trying. So there's a whole part of this that we need to unpack that 
is your issue as well. And your issue is like, do you want to be in this scenario? Do you want to be in this situation? And like you said, do you want to be in a monogamous relationship or do you want to be in an open relationship and own this shit? Because the more this type of stuff continues and instead of actually communicating with your partner, the more damage that you're going to... Um, the more damage that is, well, what's the word I'm looking for, is that it's going to be created yeah. and you're going to end up getting into a really toxic, volatile situation with this person who's already damaged, who's already healing from a previous relationship where he's been cheated on. So just get everything on the table. And also, be- like, if you want a relationship, an open relationship, then you might have to just face the fact that this probably isn't the person for you because it doesn't seem like they're emotionally equipped to deal with that. To it doesn't seem like that. That, that's what they want anyway. Yeah, so all of the... Like we said at the beginning of this podcast like communication and honesty here is so integral and important in any type of relationship that you have and i know that sometimes it's hard to be able to speak your truth with somebody that you really like because you feel like that person's gonna judge you or Or leave you or leave you but at the end of the day it's better to be it's better to know exactly where you stand with somebody and be stood in your own truth than to be doing all of this type of madness because this sounds messy as fuck and that's my honest honest nicest truth um well i i pretty much agree with everything you've said there's obviously issues that have to be addressed on both sides coming to obviously the person who has written in he can't um control how the other person behaves so it's kind of up to him to make the first honest step and you can't control how and how anybody else behaves but you can control how you behave yeah exactly which is why i think it's um his responsibility to decide what he wants whether it is open or monogamous and then pitch that to the boyfriend and you know or like if it's if it is open then reconsider if it's monogamy then like stop going to the fucking sauna he wasn't holding a gun to your head i really really feel like the boyfriend who's been cheated on like it's important that that person takes time to heal on their own before going any further into a relationship and that's why the person who's written in might need to identify that that like right now maybe this person's not the best person to be trying to forge a relationship yeah. with because the person's still on their own personal journey of growth and um you shouldn't be there to be the plaster the person needs to come to these conclusions on their own so that then you two can go forward together in a healthy relationship but you can't be the plaster the remedy and expect to everything to be rosy dozy at the same time because you're going to end up damaging yourself in that process preach and on that note alexa play be honest by georgia smith (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um so we are coming to the end of this week's episode Oh my god, wait, we have to announce the winner of the competition. So the winner chosen at random is Drum roll, please. James. Way. Oh 
Oh my god! Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> um, and <laughs> so there's no surname on your account, but I have got your Instagram handle, and I'm going to be putting that on the Instagram stories of Cocktails and Cocktalk and Cocktails and Confessions, just so people know that this competition is legit. And I am going to be running some more, some more competitions regarding the memberships. And uh, on the memberships, you get a, a daily dick feed, <laughs> um, not safe for work quizzes, and, you know, extra episodes of the podcast, which me and Mark are just about to record. So if you guys want to get involved in that, I'm going to be doing some shorter term ones as well. That was a, that was a big one. That was a year free membership. Um, I'm going to be doing some smaller ones for like a few months and stuff, um, just depending on how people respond to our stories. So make sure you get over to our Instagrams and check out those competitions. So if you want to hear the, the it's, it's, it's like untucked, isn't it? So <laughs> if you want to hear me yeah. and Mark on Cocktails and Confessions Untucked, where we'll be talking about having sex with the same person, not <gasps> at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, guys, if you want to uh, get the extra member episodes, which are coming out once a month, from now uh, the link for that is in the cocktails confessions bio and our personals i'm at gelay slays and mark i'm at mark ashley d do uh, i do that every time don't i <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will catch you guys on the next episode okay bye, bye.